I like to frame it as like you're recommending, right? You, 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 you become this like recommender, this professional recommender, right? You're always recommending how to help in this area or a tip or something of value. We've all made mistakes in our network marketing journey. And in this video, we wanna help you avoid a lot of these same mistakes that we've made. So if you're watching, make sure you hit that subscribe button and let us know in the comments what's your worst network marketing mistake that you've made so far. And we're going to be sharing some of our biggest mistakes now. And I wanna know like, what was your biggest mistake? And when did you realize that you were making the mistake? Like what made you aware? So I used to prospect people in malls and restaurants, drive two and a half hours one way to mm -hmm. do that. You told thing. me to do it with you. Yeah. And I told you to do it Remember, with me. Remember, we, we used to do that together. We used to do that together. <laughs> so yeah. So this one time I was in the mall and I was, you know, looking for my next victim, right? So, you know, the, the foyer where all like the husbands sit, the kids, like yeah. there's like a, mm -hmm. you know, it's pretty, it's got plants and sometimes a fountain, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. So I remember walking into the foyer and I was just like, okay, which one of these husbands am I going to accost? You know, I'm going to totally like attack him, right? And I get his number, find out where his wife is, like, you know, get in on yeah. the inside so I can get him in my business. Mm -hmm. And I was standing in that foyer and just looking around at all of those husbands and kids and every single one of them was doing this. And I instantly was like, I've been wasting my time for the last two years. I need to figure out how to get into this, mm -hmm. right? Because I could get their name and number, right? That was easy, yeah. but that was the biggest aha moment, not a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest mistake is I waited to get yeah. in We were here. prospecting in yeah. malls and at Walmart. When like the whole world than... had already switched to, you know, being attached to the screens, right? Mm -hmm. So that was the biggest mistake is, is me not being aware that mm -hmm. the world had shifted and that I needed to get inside of that phone. So, so yeah, yeah that was my aha, like, holy crap, I've been doing this wrong the whole time. Mm -hmm. And wasting hours and miles on my car and relationships with my children and all that stuff. So, yeah. yeah. I would say my biggest social media mistake as a network marketer was treating every person that I had a conversation with mm -hmm. like a dollar sign. Mm -hmm. um, you know, every every conversation that I had, whether it be on Facebook or on Instagram or whatever social media platform I was using in the beginning, mm -hmm. it was all about me and how I needed their money. What you could get that, from like, them. What, the hidden that agenda. agenda. Yeah. And, because, and because of that, I didn't build solid relationships, mm -hmm. you know? Um, you know, I was doing this hand in hand with, you know, going to the malls because that was what I was told to do. I didn't know any better. And even if, like I look back and we know that perception is reality, right? They could have been saying from stage, build relationships, but I didn't know how to do that. Yeah. I didn't know what that meant. And so I thought it meant, well, you know, I remember talk thinking, people. talk to more people, yeah. right? I need to go find more people mm -hmm. so I can build relationships with them. But one, the mistake that I made was thinking that I needed to build the relationship with them after they had joined me, mm -hmm. not before. Yeah. So not building the no like and trust yep. before that you actually <clears throat> jumped them for your business. Yeah. yeah. And I guess when I realized that I was doing it wrong was when I found a mentor and that, like, I actually paid that mentor thousands of dollars. And he was like, you're doing this wrong. Like, I had to be yeah. told to my face, like, 
you're a spammy Tammy, right? Like, <laughs> stop it. No, no. That's what I needed. And you didn't become aware on your own? No. <laughs> I, like, it was, yeah, like, they had to say, this is spammy to oh. me. And I was like, oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Like, and suddenly it was like, just that disconnect of awareness, right? Where they noticed it. They, as my mentors, called me out on it. And I think about how many students that we have mm -hmm. that we say something, they go and they do what they think that we they think we they mean. think that we mean, and, and it's us calling them out, saying this is wrong, right? Or this is th funny. not this is wrong, but this, this is, is not effective. Yeah. This is this not, is not going to be effective. This me. is not going to be effective. Yeah, it's not going to work. Forward. Yeah. And so, so, the best mentors that I've had have called me on that. No. Called me on the stuff and told me what I needed to hear, not what I wanted to hear. Right. I chased all my friends and family. I had people running away from me in the street. I nearly killed myself jumping on a treadmill next to, next to a person who I <laughs> thought would be my perfect prospect and try to talk to her, not realizing, not realizing that she had actually headphones in. And Were so, you Stacy? Huh? I was yeah. Stacy. I was Stacy. Adrian has an alter ego yeah. of Stacy, and she's a, um, a I'm not really a spammy I'm not marketer. A <laughs> yeah. And Stacy jumped on a treadmill. So honestly, but when I, when I, you know, I thought, okay, let me try and do this on social media. Let me try and build on yeah. social media. And so I made a Facebook group. Okay, I didn't have a big audience on social media. I didn't have a lot of friends, but I added every single one of them to my group. Uh, and I said, you can leave if you don't want to. Well, not only did they leave, they blocked and unfriended too. <laughs> I thought, you know, if I just go put them into my Facebook group and I just go and put my products there and all my latest offers, they're going to be buying because yep. everybody needs this product, apparently. Well... They didn't. Mm -hmm. And yeah, my my audience diminished very rapidly. But yeah, and yeah, I realized big mistake. And we see so, so many network marketers doing this, you know, adding everybody they know to their, to their view. That was in the day where you could just add everybody. Right. Yeah. Now you have to invite them. But back, back, but then you could just add It was everyone one button and added And added everyone. Yeah. And it was, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Big mistake. I have a really good example. Yes. You're like, there was yes. no way you did this. I'm like, yep, I did. <laughs> so 1998, right? There's no internet. Well, maybe there was, but I didn't know it existed. Uh, or I couldn't afford it. No phone, no internet. So only face-to-face -face contact. And I was super shy and introverted. Like there's no in the, in the world. I'll go to the mall or anywhere and start talking to people. I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> So what we used to do, it was my idea. So I had two young girls like me, my college uh, mates, 19 years old. We would buy a stack of post-it notes and we would start writing by hand. I don't know how many in this stack, 300, 400, mm -hmm. 500. Blah. So we would peel them off and I think they were not sticky. They were just like little cards. And we would write on those notes, uh, if you're looking for a job opportunity in the new international a company called this number. That's it. And we would go to, so apartment buildings, because in Russia, nobody had their own house. Mm -hmm. Like it's apartment Apartments. buildings. And on the first floor, they will have like a metal mailboxes with little slots on top. So we would go <laughs> and put one of these post-it notes on, in every single mailbox. So, and we would do it until we ran out of 500 or however. So each one would have 500, so 1,500, 
we would do it at night. And we're like, the next day, someone has to stay at home and wait for the phone to ring. (laughs) (laughs) So the phone will ring because there are a lot of people who wanted a job, right? A job. And once the call, we'll tell them, so you have to show. We had an office. I was, we were not like some, you know, <laughs> janky, janky, janky mall sharks, right? Now the janky mall sharks. So we had an office with, you know, space rented. And once a week on Thursdays at 6 p.m. when everybody done with their jobs that they hated, we would have a meeting presentation with all the bottles and compensation plan and how it's going to be the best thing ever. So we would tell them like that they invited to an interview on Thursday at 6 p.m. And we had rooms filled with people, like 50 people, 100 people. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be rich. (laughs) (laughs) True story. Guess how many people I recruited this way? One person who was my neighbor downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my slip fell into her box, you know, yeah, a job thing. Yeah. And she oh. came knocking on my door, tell me about this job thing. Cause she knew you. So yeah, there was a relationship. Yeah. I didn't tell her come to the meeting. Cause like, well, tell me, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right tell now. me now. I was like, okay, let's go. Let's drink mm-hmm. some tea and I'll tell you. <laughs> so yeah, one person. So do we want to talk about our biggest mistake on social media or just in our business? Cause I do have either or. Oh. Yeah, tell us the juiciest one. I gave both. <laughs> I gave two. Okay. So we'll start with like my offline. Um, I would say the biggest mistake I ever made was when I had my leaders in my upline, you know, started showing, telling us, and then having us hop on these calls and listening to people who purchased live interviewed leads and then. They were demonstrating live, like calling them and what to do. So it was like, oh my gosh, there's there's leads. Like I don't have to go looking for them, right? Like, and and they were interviewed prior by a human, right? So you're getting them primed and ready. Like this is a no brainer. Why isn't more people doing it, right? And so it's like you would pay, you know, a few hundred bucks, and then all of a sudden, you know, hundred leads would drop into your queue. And, you know, you have their phone number, their email, like all the things, how much they want to make, how much they're willing to invest, right? So I started dialing numbers. And, you know, then I like, then I started following people who were like masters of calling leads, right? And, and like, I, I mastered the process, like everything. And there were days where I like called, dialed 50 numbers wow. because like, you know, here we are, the leaders are like, you need to dial at least 50 numbers. That's what I did, right? Dial 50 numbers. And you have to talk to, speak to at least this many humans, right? So I'm like there calling all these people. And there were days where like, I got laughed at. I got cussed at. I got like, why are you calling me? And I'm like, you like went through the interview. Yeah. You like gave them me all your information. Like something's up here. But like you would call, you would dial and you had like however many seconds to give your like elevator spiel Mm -hmm. to buy you more time to like start taking them through a process, right? So out of all of that, okay, and I got really good. I got people booked on, I got people booked on Zooms for that, right? To see the opportunity. Yeah. I started getting people booked (laughs) on, I started getting like five and six people a day on Zooms from calling those, right? Well, 
at the end of it, I only ever enrolled one person from like out like thousands of calls, <laughs> thousands of leads, right? And I'm sitting here like all these leaders are telling us like to do this and that it's working. And I'm like, what is wrong? I will say this. It was a huge mistake in my business because first of all, those people wanted nothing to do with what I was doing. Yeah. They also were not qualified, mm -hmm. right? Like you also didn't know what you were walking into on the other side. There's a lot of like, there was a lot of no's and failure and rejection, right? So a lot of people would probably, you know, quit, walk away at that point and just be like, why am I even doing this? But I learned, I got really good at like the process and like how to get them to move them to the next point. So that was a good part of it, but it was, a, it took so much time out of my life. It wasted so much money um, at the end of the day and it really didn't benefit my business, right? So that was my offline. Don't ever, don't spend money on, <laughs> on, on buying leads, please, right? Um, but then I guess when it comes to social media, um, you know, it would, it would be, uh, and I actually wouldn't say it's a mistake, but we've been, you know, it's kind of like what we've been echoing over the last several episodes, which is spamming. But it was really um, when I took my offline Facebook part or offline home parties onto online yeah. Facebook parties <laughs> and you're like, it's just, again, didn't work, you know, and, and knowing what I know now, right? Not the right people, wrong audience. Like they weren't asking for it. You're just inviting all I these just people. I remembered something I didn't. <laughs> all these things that we said. brought back yeah. Facebook, online Facebook oh. parties. I mean, so I much say. work for no, oh. like no gain, yeah. right? Like, oh, you want to buy like the $20, like, under eye serum like it like after all these hours of all this stuff it's like yeah you made 10 bucks. you made 10 bucks. <laughs> one more time zero one time more zero oh there's lots of zeros <laughs> yeah right but it was like one time like yeah, yeah. like oh my gosh like oh you know yeah. so it just was like so much time wasted so much effort and money too you know and at the end of the day I, i'm i mean i'm not a quitter i guess like because i just knew by hung in there long enough. You just go through the brick wall yeah, harder but, and faster. But I know there's so many other people that would have quit like yeah. Yeah. throughout this process. Yeah. And it's like, man, what do we put what have we been putting ourselves through? You know? And yeah. Crazy. <laughs> I have to tell you this story. You built like there's no freaking way you did this. So it's more like modern day social media. Facebook, I mm -hmm. think was fairly new. They're like there was not much like right now going on. So remember the game? Farm bill. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was a farm bill shark. <laughs> so uh, the game goes like you go and start plowing down some things, planting like corn or whatever, then you wait till it grow. And at some point you get that run out of land or something, yeah. something. You have to go to find people in the community and ask them to come to your lot Darn. and work on your foot oh my god i was <laughs> i remember i remember now oh my god so the only thing like i was embarrassed to ask my real facebook friends to go and plow on my farm bill because i'm like <laughs> <laughs> so i would go into the community and look for people to go work on my farm the only farm problem bill <laughs> how did you even turn that into like network marketing <laughs> listen so you had in order for someone listen, <laughs> to work on your farm <laughs> i can't even and then you have to go to work on their farm you have to be facebook friends oh. so you will have to send them friend request 
they will have to accept it. And then you go work on their farm. They come work on your farm. <laughs> I still can't even believe this is really coming so out of anyway, right now. No, like, you don't understand. So my idea was not to work on anybody's farm. <laughs> my, my goal was to get more Facebook friends. So, so I could prospect them. <laughs> Draw them in through the farm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go recruit them into my We're going to start packing down corn. <laughs> packing down corn one person at a time. Yes. I was like, I, I, was like oh. I used to do that just oh to God. go to Farmville. You like Farmville? So do I. Let me tell you why you're perfect for my thing. <laughs> we could be friends and build a huge business together. Not in Farmville. If not you in think that farms are great, you just wait till you see my business. <laughs> wait till you see my farm. <laughs> So with with all that said, you know, we've talked about all the janky stuff that we've done. (laughs) And that's just like, that's just the tip of the iceberg on some of the stuff we've done. What advice do we have for like the people that are just starting out wanting to grow their business on social media? What are some things that they can do that are the right things that they should be doing so that they don't have to worry about falling into some of these Oh, I'm mistakes and yeah. Farmville mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Number one like would be to clean up your social media, like take all your yeah, links and products and all that mm-hmm. on the social media because you want to build a relationship. And when people come to your profiles, they don't want to see like corporate buy my stuff or yeah, you know, like yeah, it puts up a wall. Yeah, it's, it's like, like an advertising billboard, right? We want we want to get to know you as a human. Yeah, like that's kind of you know. And then the second piece would be building an audience of the right people mm-hmm. like people problem aware people that are looking yes. for what you want right or what you have and it could be in any industry like we've talked about right so what's the next and i would say if something that you're doing right now either doesn't make sense or make you want to throw up yeah I, there's your sign there's your sign, there's your sign. <laughs> That there is a better way. Yeah. You just have to be open like, and be coachable and willing to learn the new skill sets and start attracting people to you instead of farming. <laughs> Someone's ill. Or mall sharpie. So we're cleaning up our social media. We're connecting with the right people. We now need to like engage and build, build actual relationships, 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 not just a human, not just come farm. farm. <laughs> yeah. To make friends. And then like, after you have a relationship at that point, like we need to do some curiosity posts yeah. around whatever it is that we're promoting. Your content needs and to yeah. serve. Your content serves. We provide value and we sprinkle calls to action mm-hmm. in there to check out whatever it is that we're doing. But because we provided value and the no like and trust is there, you have people coming to you. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It's like what, what Carrie just said is like when you're constantly providing value, right? You're... You, I like to frame it as like you're recommending, right? You you you, you become this like recommender, yeah. this professional recommender, right? You're always recommending how to help in this area or a tip or something of value, right? So then when you recommend because you've built that influence and then you recommend like, hey, um, oh my gosh, I'm using this stuff. Like you guys got to get your hands on it. You know, and that's with everything, right? Mm-hmm. It's like with anything that you're going to put out there, whether it's like a product that you're selling, right? That from your, your company or just anything, right? Because we're all like, oh my gosh, where'd you get that shirt? I got to go get it. Like I love yeah. this and that about it. Right. And so as you're like showing up like that to your audience and you're like, you guys, I got to tell you about this. Like, this is my new favorite drink or this is my new favorite food, right? You're, you're always delivering value. 
So as you be as you start to recommend or promote or give your calls to action, people don't see it as abnormal or weird because it's something that you're showing up every day, providing the value, recommending, right? And it's not weird and it's not awkward, right? All right, so with that, if you're ready to start attracting and recruiting the right people into your network marketing business, and you want our help and some of the secrets and tips that we've shared, then you're gonna to wanna to click the link in the description of this video and go and download our social recruiting secrets course. Check that out. It's gonna be a game changer for your business and we'll see you on the next episode.